You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being and truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Mac. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. Other men worry whether or not they will be remembered. I have no such fears. Even disregarding the terrorist prophecies, I have brought such chaos, conflict, and hope to this world that there is little chance that I will be forgotten. I worry about what they will say of me. Historians can make what they wish of the past. In a thousand years' time, will I be remembered as the man who protected mankind from a powerful evil? Or will I be remembered as a tyrant who arrogantly tried to make himself into a legend? That is a direct parallel to Kelsier. I'm just, yeah, I honestly, that's... That's literally what the past couple chapters they've been worried about. Is he going to be known as the man who helps lead the Skaws out of oppression? Or is he just going to be another tyrant that tries to make himself a legend? Several themes here all lining up. Yeah, and that's 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 rough. Honestly, that's rough to read. Indeed. Seeing the Lord Ruler now, yeah, that is terrible. Um, the the, the whatever happens, it, it, you know, yeah, it had to have tainted him, right? Because this is not the same person we're seeing, and he he openly voices the worries that this could happen. This exact thing that's happened. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's it's. I mean, there's a reason Anakin was one of the trying uh, tragedies of our time. Yeah. So chapter 30. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're in for a good one. A short, a short one um, as as comes to every combat that we, we have to deal with here. Indeed. A short one, but a good one. So Vin is back at the Venture Ball, and she notices there are haze killers everywhere. And when she comes in, she mentions to Sazed, everyone, there's like an air... Just like there's some like there's something in the air that's just like oh man, everyone's staying away from each other. They're not socializing. They're in these little cliques and groups, but and there's so many people here. There's so many people here compared to the last couple of balls we went to, where 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 the audience was like kind of like you know the attendance was dying off because things are beginning worse and worse with the great houses. Well, he's like you know says that you need to go to uh, you need to go ahead and go to the the dinner early. I'm gonna skip dinner. And we need to figure out what the heck's going on. And she tries to approach everyone, or at least her old groups, and she's blacklisted. Like they're they they all excuse themselves in polite but obviously telling manners, and then they regroup immediately afterwards when she's not there. She's just out and about, and this isn't good. She's trying to. She looks around. Oh my gosh, Ellen is having dinner with his father. You know, where's Cliss? Like, what's going on? The The dynamic of the ball has completely changed. Ellen is with his father, dining. That's never happened up to this point. Cliss is off talking to some other lords, but she can't really get a hold of her. And then it, it kind of dawns here, and, and says it comes back and talks and goes, Listen, I need to tell you something. The, the houses are no longer having balls. All the houses after Venture have canceled their balls. It's like, we're all, we, we just missed a big announcement. We are officially in the Cold War era here uh between with these houses the cold war era because everyone it it all clicks for Vin. crap 
Lord Renew is too neutral. House Renew is too neutral. We have no allies, and all they're doing now is finalizing. Finalizing alliances. And I'm on the outside. Oh boy, okay. So, that's what's happening. And Vin goes, okay, I need to talk to Ellen. So she tries to catch Ellen when he's no longer sitting for dinner with, with, with her, with his father. And Ellen starts laying the hard truth on Vin. He, he's like, listen, I care for you and everything, but, you know, this, we both realized this was never going to work out between us. You know, I have to, you know, there's a house war coming, Lady Valette. I have to be prepared and ready to to take over and deal with my house and to make sure my house survives and makes it through the end. I have a responsibility. And now it's come to the point that I can no longer let my petty differences with my father interact, you know, interfere with that. And he just basically, it's just this long winding way to say, I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. He says, my house is more important to you. And then he also says, I know you've been lying. Yeah. I know you've been lying. I know your truth. Oh, no. Okay. So we didn't see it happen, but it seems like the spies did their job. And uh, anyway, um, yeah, Ellen essentially says he knows the truth and pushes her away. Vin's trauma comes back up again because finally she doesn't want Ellen to leave her. And she hears uh, that horrid voice again. She hears Reen's voice for like, what, the first time in forever? ever of course he left you of course he abandoned you i left you exactly and let me tell you it's rough hearing that again because up to this point it really seemed like vin was like almost completely in the clear with 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 this she'd learned to love everyone around her she was trusting people and here it is again ellen's leaving her and now she has that feeling of everyone abandons me how long until everyone else leaves me too and she kind of falls back into that well, she's looking sad. Ellen leaves at this point. Is like, I'm done. And Lady Cliss comes over and starts talking to her. And is like, so what's going on? You know? And she's like, you know, oh, did, did Venture finally spur you? And, and then she goes, yeah. And he goes, well, that's all right. He's about to get what's coming to him anyway. And we see a very different Lady Cliss. We see the real one. The one that's been playing Vin this entire time. She's not a gossip. She's not... You know, what's the word I'm looking for? She's an informant. She's an informant. She's not a dense. Yeah, there you go. She's not dense at all, right? Like, she's an informant. Everything was an act, and she's a dang good one from what we've seen, because she's collected info on everyone, including the fact that she realized that Vin was trying to spread her fake information with her last with the last couple of things. And so, she's like, well, you know, it's whatever. I wonder what Lord Renew is doing. Is he maybe here... Because he, you know, maybe y'all are trying to help push this house war along, you know, is he trying to corner the the arms, the weapons markets while this house war is going on? It just, and she... She she, calls her out for for giving her fake information, which she knew about. Yeah, and here she's not right about what's going on, but she's definitely on the right track Mm -hmm. with what's going on. And she says, you can buy my silence if you want to. Yep, you, you can, can tell him he can buy my silence. Yeah, you can tell me and you can buy my silence. Well, Vin's like, dang, this is really bad. We have to figure out. Wait, what did you say about Ellen? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, Ellen's going to get what's coming to him. Well, so, no, so, what a what a expensive uh, secret. 
Yeah, yeah, she gives him her. She gives her jewelry over. He goes, yeah. Mm, yeah, he's gonna be the first, uh, first death of the house war. He's gonna be assassinated, and she's like, "When?" And he's like, "Well, that's such an expensive question." And when that happens, Vin loses it and slams her with emotional alamancy. And she, and, and Lady Cliff's like, oh, "You're an alamancer." Ah, yeah, that's a great secret. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great secret. It makes sense now why you why you were brought by Lord Renew. And he goes, "And you can pay for that for me to keep that secret as well." But but she ends up giving more information. She goes, it's too late already. It's supposed to have happened the minute he walked out the door. So he may already be dead. So Vin freaks out and goes to leave. And I'm, she's like, you're never going to get to him in time because this place was purposely built to be like a maze, to confuse people who don't know, who haven't been here for very long. And Vin takes off and she does get lost in the maze. And she eventually goes... Forget it. Dolphin noise rips off like her gown and everything basically gets down to like her undergarments that are like the more comfortable mobile, you know, outfit here. And she launches herself out the window and we get Mistborn Vin as she's looking and she's scanning the area. She's trying really hard. She can't pick up any sort of she flares her bronze. Yeah, she's she's trying to pick up anything. She goes, crap, the assassins probably have a oh, no, the assassins probably have a smoker, a smoker with them. Wait, what's that? she senses something she senses something and some she pulse goes, she goes to it and she lands into the middle of two misborns and several alamancers that we end up learning are thugs and coin shots and one of the most terrible reveals one of the misborns is lady shan shan is a misborn and as surprised as we are to see her as being a misborn she is equally as surprised to realize that the person she's been just taking a taking out all her frustrations on thinking she's a country bumpkin lady valette is a misborn and we get this absolutely intense fight where vin takes on two misborns i was two misborns two coin shots a thug and a smoker that sounds about right like it's it's crazy. I actually I don't know if the smoker's there. I'm pretty sure it was just one of the misborn smoking. Yeah, yeah that's true. And she throws her coins up, shatters them across. Yeah. And the and the thugs are basically like trying to get up, and he's like, "Oh, freaking computer!" She, oh, it's one thug, I think, and she just like basically like kicks that thug through the through the through the window. Or Another the, coin shot tries to shoot her shoot her her mm-hmm. her coins or her metal away. She gets anchored and he flies off into space. Yeah, that's a terrible way to die because she even mentioned it. She goes, well, he can't pull himself back up. <laughs> so, And then someone gets gets thrown and crashes through the skylight. That was and, the thug, yeah. She just kicks the thug down into the skylight. And that alerts everyone. He's, she's like, well, I hope that's a, that's good enough because I got to get out of here because there's two misborn here. Yeah, she's ready to rule. Uh, or, she's ready to run at this point. Um, but she can't. Because she realizes they're just going to run her down. So. Well, Shan is really, really good. Yeah. And one of the things I I almost miss was there because she's she's barting, barting, you know, trying to get away. Shan's you know chasing her with glass daggers, and she's like, "Oh man, I wish I had trained with the glass daggers better." And then she get, finds a soldier. You know, she's trying to look for something. That was so cool. She yeah. pulls onto him to get to get to him, and he's he's like, "Oh!" And then he grabs on. He grabs on, and then she pushes away. Uh, to get away to get away knocks him down and then he ends up getting pulled back and collides with the other misborn well so there's the thing it's even more clever than that she actually lands on top of him she doesn't launch off she lands on top of him and then when she notices when he's getting pulled 
He goes, sorry. She goes, sorry. And she kicks his hand so he oh, can't yeah, hold right, on. Right, right. And then he goes flying in and hits the other Mistborn. Right. But Shan, she's still on yeah, her tail. she's still good. Yeah, so Shan keeps on chasing her. And Vin realizes, oh, crap. She's really good. I'm not going to get away. You know, she's dodging. You know, she's trying to avoid getting shot at by the other soldiers. She goes, well, it's ATM time. And she activates it. It's Morbin time. It's, a- <laughs> it's ATM time. Yeah, and she activates it. And... She the thing is it's so unfortunate. She activates it and it's given away immediately because no 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 it's actually even cooler than that. She thro- throws her vial in the air oh, yeah. and then pulls the ATM out of the vial with alamancy and catches it in her mouth. Shan notices it. Well, that's actually not what it, what happened. Shan noticed what happened whenever an arrow was shot at Vin, and Vin had finished it and it started burning it. And Shan's looking at her, trying to figure out what's going on. And then you just, she just then sees the arrow go through her and then turns around and catches the arrow. And when she turns and catches the arrow, that's when Shan goes, oh, and starts burning uh, ATM. Yes. And they, then downs her own ATM. And yep. she's like, of course she would have ATM. Yep. And so, so Vin has 30 seconds worth of ATM. Yeah. Not only does she have that little bit of ATM, but she's also recognized Shan's better than this than me. And she, so Shan is way better fighter. She can't run. Because she realizes she can't put her back to Shan, especially with Shan having ATM. She's going to run her down, which means she has to finish the fight before the ATM runs out for both, uh, for her. And so she's trying to fight, and she can't close the distance until she finally just has this luscious effort. She has like three seconds left in her ATM, and she goes, and she turns it off on purpose. And Shan smiles, thinking she ran out. And when she goes in for the kill, then turns it on at the very last second. And the shadows spur out, and, you see, and Shan hesitates for just a second. And Vin's able to catch one of the arrows that was shot at her and slam it down into her chest. Mm-hmm. And then as she stumbles, she catches the uh, or she she breaks it off and she flips it around and stabs her again in the chest with the other portion of it. And that one must have hit her in the heart because not even Pewter can keep her up. And so Vin kills another Mistborn and flees into the night, and that's where we're left. And what a great way to end this week's episodes on! It's so cool. This is this is one of the coolest ep- coolest chapters. I mean, we've it, seen Kelsier fight like a madman, but we never saw Kelsier fight an Inquisitor. But we saw Vin fight another Mistborn, and Mistborn combat is crazy. And that's the thing is, we actually we've not until now seen actually two Mistborns really trying mm-hmm. to fight. We've had them like like kind of train duel with Kelsier, but he she even said most days Kelsier beats her. Yeah, and they were doing, they weren't doing like fighting, fighting. A lot of times when I saw them, they were like doing like pushing exercises. They were they doing allomancy. Yeah. And she said, I was not trained in how to do enough on daggers. And Shan clearly knows how to fight with daggers. And so she goes up and she is like able to actually keep up toe to toe. But she realizes like, or not, not keep up toe to toe. She is on her heels the whole time. She has to trick her. And it was her being smart because she realized with the ATM, there's a timer, and she said it's a misborn standoff because whoever runs out of ATM first loses. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know how much ATM that she had, and she knew, realized that running wasn't going to get her anywhere because if she runs, she's not, she's never going to be able to get away, and her ATM will run out, and then she's done. Um, so she goes back and she goes to fight, and the brilliance of this move, you know, because yes, you're faster, you are able to think faster, and everything like that, but. She extinguishing her ATM made it perfect. That is a perfect bait to be able to bring in someone. 
come in and then she being able to pull it at back and what at the last second is excellent. It's a perfect yeah. move. I mean, and it's one of those things you think about makes it like seems obvious in hindsight, but still like you're thinking like this is the unbeatable metal. This is supposed to be the thing. And it's just a little trick, and that was it. Yeah, and the thing that, again, makes it super impressive, right, is the fact that for an outsider looking in with perfect, you know, with perfect information, of course you can come to that conclusion. But, like, Vin was in the middle of a fight, which she was not even completely trained to take on. Barely has used ATM, what, once up to this point? And not even, it was just to see it work. No, no, it was with the Steel Inquisitor. She used it. Oh, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's right. Like, she's never fought with it, and here she is being able to just pull this out right. in a split second situation. It was really cool. I mean, and, and uh, almost as cool as this really late transition into asking <laughs> you to please, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, <laughs> please share, please let other people know about us. We exist. We exist. Our sentience depends on you. It does. And thank you for everyone who's already supporting us. But the other big, the big thing, because we, 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 you can lose track of how awesome, I mean, this is the only fight scene we really like, like panned out and didn't just say it was a fight scene because it was so awesome. But the other big intriguing thing here is the assassination on Ellen was also orchestrated by his father. By Lord, yeah, by Lord Venture. Mm -hmm. And he basically pulled the, the guards away to make sure that they would be available to kill him. And in the previous chapter, or the other chapter, one of the the last chapter or two, he actually told Ellen, "It's better for our house if you died because if you actually rose and took care of this, uh, took over this house, that would be the end of us. Yeah, you'd lead us to ruin." And so, um, he, you know, was part of this. He was part of the, part of the assassination attempt on Ellen, and this is one of those things where, like, this actually shows like the gloves are off. I mean, Vin even says. How how interesting that the house war starts and it was I I was the first one to strike the or the, I was the one that struck the first blow, mm-hmm. um, but the there was that They're unspoken yeah. agreement like oh we're not going to use Mistborn well clearly that doesn't matter uh, we had at least two here uh, well two there, um, and so the gloves are off now and the house war is in full effect, um, but this is this was a really interesting thing because. Vin is like totally left on an island and gets completely blindsided. Cliss comes out and is like, "Yeah, this is what the balls are about." And this and this just shows again, like Vin thought she was on her high horse, thought she had everything. A couple chapters ago, she was talking about you know mad spunk about Cliss, like, "Man, this ditz can't even understand subtlety. I have to be so obvious with her," but she was being played the whole time, and. That's kind of like a running theme here where she thinks she knows what she's getting into and she doesn't. Yeah. She runs into all these Alamancers and yeah, she kind of got lucky with crit, uh, with um with Shan, but like she still is like I didn't know I I didn't train in dagger fighting. I didn't I didn't train in any of this stuff and I'm still like I'm not able to keep up. And Sazed is gone, so she's got like no guidance on any of this stuff. She's completely on an island. Uh, it's just such a really neat chapter. We're seeing all these things come together. Like if she hadn't been trained in, in just one of these things, she'd be totally screwed. But I mean, the big thing is, is like she didn't kill Cliss, uh, and she's still out there and like says openly said, I am going to bribe you. You have to, you are going to have to come in and pay me. Um, otherwise I'm going to let everyone know, like you're an Alamancer. I'm going to let them, let them know that, you know, your Renew is, is secretly trying to do the, this weapon still. 
Um, and she clearly has has dirt on all of them. And it is crazy because at this point, you know, we're in what, again, for the new readers out there, we're entering into the Sanderlanch. And we're going to see next week how intense it gets as the first blow was finally struck. And we get to see the dominoes from everyone's work in the crew finally start to fall. Hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Ontos Podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.